What's going on? This is the Open Brother Podcast. Big shout out to Major Payne. Thank you for the push. I was thinking, I've always thought of like doing like walking interviews, walking podcasts. I kind of just threw the idea to the side and then I was talking to this gentleman, Paul Major Payne, and he was, uh, he was just like, you know what, I see you. He's like, I see you doing podcasts where you're walking, talking inspiration. And I was like, man, if he can see it in me, why can't I? I kind of let the, you know, sometimes you have an idea in your head and then you second guess the idea. It's kind of like your, your intuition kicks in, right? And then you kind of let your mind kick in and your mind kind of double guesses, triple guesses everything. But your intuition is usually always right. So shout out to him for giving me this little push. But uh, today on the Open Brother podcast, you know, um, I wanted to move away from doing interviews all the time. All the time. You mean the one time you did an interview? Yeah, that's what I mean. (laughs) So it's a little different this time. There's no guest. But uh, one day I'm going to have a guest right here and we're going to be walking and talking. This is actually perfect. Perfect practice. But today, just me, I just wanted to talk about accountability, how important accountability is. I used to not like the word accountability. It was annoying to me um, because it forces you to be accountable. You're held responsible for your bullshit. So what I decided to do, instead of running from it, was to kind of embrace it and uh, get an accountability partner. Uh, My accountability partner is Dan. My buddy Dan, shout out to you, sir. Thank you so much for helping me on my journey. But um, I even wrote some stuff down. So basically, just uh, we had our first accountability session just yesterday. And uh, it worked out really great. It was really fun. Um, Because we already have a fun time talking. At least I have a fun time talking to him. Pretty sure he likes talking to me. And... You know, we're already friends, so it was like, why not? I'm going to run. Hold on, hold on. Um, We did our first session, and what was the purpose of it? The purpose was for us to start taking accountability for the things that we know we should be doing, right? You know, oh, that's a perfect, there we go. This is what I'm talking about. Okay, we're learning. Perfect angle. So, we discovered that there's some things that we need to be doing. Right? Everybody has those things. We discovered we had those things and that we wanted to start putting a stop to us just procrastinating on them, straight up not doing them, straight up ignoring them, straight up fucking off on them. So we decided that we're going to have a call every Friday at around 4.30ish. I'm sure the times will change as time goes. But um, yeah, Friday, 4.30, we sit down for an hour, and uh, they're not yelling at me, yelling at somebody else. <laughs> we sit down for an hour, and we just talk. So, so what we ended up doing was each of us wrote down five things that we wanted to keep doing. Five things that we wanted to keep accountable for. Um, mine was getting to bed on time. Uh, Stop second-guessing myself. Um, What's another thing that I had in mind? 
stop second guessing myself. That's what I should have brought with me. Um, taking a plan of action, acting, acting fast. That was one of my big ones. I need to learn how to act faster. If I have a plan, if I have something that I'm supposed to do, I'll sit on it for hours. Pause. <laughs> I, will, I will just sit on that goal, sit on that plan, and not do it at all. And it's like, just not, just not conducive to anything because it leaves me with a bunch of half pregnant things. Things that I started, but I didn't finish. Things that I knew I should have finished, but didn't for whatever reason. So, so we ended up sitting down, letting each other know what those things are. I wrote down his things, he wrote down my things. And uh, then we kind of just talked a little bit about what those things were and why we weren't accomplishing them. Um, kind of tried to give each other, we tried to give uh, each other some motivation on what we could do. And uh, yeah, it was pretty good. So what are the questions I have written down for the podcast? Uh, what was the purpose? How did it go? It went really well. I mean, at first we had no idea what this was going to be, what it was going to look like. I mean, he's done it before, but I never have. Um, so it was really good, like I feel. i got to find a good angle for this now. Good angle for this. Okay, here. That's a good angle, right? Oh, yeah. That's a good angle. Okay. So I felt like it went really well. Um, I don't know how he felt. I, th- I, think, I think he liked it, too. I don't know. I'll find out. I'll find out for next time. But, um... It's something that I want to keep doing every week. I really like it. Um, I, I think it's really useful for anybody. What's my next question that I had that I wanted to answer? I'm even trying to get on camera and be more intentional about it instead of just like rambling, even though I rambled a bunch just now. Uh, would I recommend it to other people? I definitely would. I would definitely recommend it to anybody. If you have a friend, someone that you're close to, someone that you can be serious with, someone that can be serious with you and call you on your shit, I would definitely consider making them, you know, having the conversation about like, hey, you want to like keep each other accountable for some things? Because it's really, really useful. Really, really useful. It, uh, it helped a lot. Just, just in the sense of like, like right now, if I asked you, what are some of the things that you should be doing? I'm sure there's a bunch of them. But how many people know? You know what I mean? How many people know that you have a bunch of things that you should be doing? How many people know what those things are? Right? And how many people are scheduled once a week to talk to you about what those things are and to talk to you about whether or not you're doing them and to find out why? You know what I mean? Without an accountability partner, I I would guess, just from the, the billions of people that are watching this, of course, that it's like zero, you know? So you got to be intentional about it. And I think an accountability partner just helps you do that. So <clears throat> it was our first session. So it was a little clumsy. We ran a little long. Next session, we're going to make sure that it's an hour. And I think that's good, being strict on an hour, because then that's going to make us act. It's going to get us into action. It's going to get us asking questions quicker. It's going to get us revealing what we did and didn't do quicker. Um, yeah, I, I won't say what his stuff is because that's for him to say. He has his own podcast, so I don't want to ruin that for his audience. Um, <laughs> so he can uh, he can share that. But I know what his things are, and now in the next session, 
I'm going to be like, okay, did you do one, two, three, four, five? Did you do any of these? How much closer are you to completing them? Things like that. And then if it's, if it's no, it has to be why, right? You have to actually answer. And same with me. I'm going to have to actually answer him to why those things weren't done. I don't know where I'm looking. It's all good. I don't really want to look into the camera like that. I don't want to look into your soul like that. Nah, not me. So I'm just going to look over here. I'm just looking at myself, basically. But yeah. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it. It's definitely a healthy exercise. I left the conversation feeling like... And here's the big thing, I think. I left the conversation feeling like I have work to do. You know? So, like, usually when you have a bunch of things to do, you get to do them on your own time because nobody knows about them and you can fuck off on them as you feel. But now that he knows... I feel like I have to start moving towards accomplishing these goals. One of them, which is a big one for me, was following a to-do list. I don't have any to-do list. If anybody, if you guys follow me, you know I have a, a wellness chart that I use that was given to me by a, a very good coach. His name Oliver Manalez. I hope I'm saying that right, Oliver. I'm sorry. Manalez? Manalez? It's a very seductive last name. I'm sorry I messed it up. Um... <laughs> But he gave me a wellness chart and I've been following that and there's 10 things every day that I have to do in order to achieve 100% so I can have a 100% day. But I know outside of those 10 things, I have more things to do. You know, just like return, like, like, like I have something that, that is supposed to help me in my, in my search of becoming a clothing designer. It's called a cricket. I have to return it because I have to buy something called a silhouette because I talked to somebody more experienced and they said you should get a silhouette instead and blah, 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 blah. So I got to return that. I have time, but I should put it on a to-do list for next week and get it done. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. I don't want to make these episodes that's just me talking too long, but I did want to make them video. I just felt like that was a little more intentional. I'm trying to get intentional. You know, I'm using that word a lot right now. My wife, my wife makes me sit at the dinner table because I grew up, you just sit in front of the TV or you just go to your room and eat. It's kind of weird. She grew up like actually, oh, geez. Oh, I'm in a dog park. I'm so glad I became a cat person. Dogs just running around doing whatever they want. It's so ridiculous. You know, if you can't control your dog, don't have a dog. Just don't. You know what I mean? Like you can just you can just get a cat and just never have the cat leave the house. And the cat's fine. If you're not ready, if you're not ready, like if you're not ready to train a dog, don't get one. Like what? Like, I don't know. It always trips me out when people do that. You ever had somebody's dog just run up to you? Listen, I'm allergic to dogs. That's why I'm reacting like this. If those dogs run up to me, it's going to be a problem. I'm going to have to take my pants off at my door and wash them immediately. So it's like an issue. And then when, you, when their dog runs over to them, they're like, oh, don't worry. It's okay. It's okay. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not okay. What? No, it's not. The thing, the animal, the wild animal that you have ownership of is loose. It's not okay. Can you imagine right now a, a python came down here and started grabbing me and the person's just like, hey, don't worry, it's okay. It's okay, he's fine, he's nice. He's nice, don't worry. 
I'm sorry, I just said I don't want these to get too long, and I just went off on a tangent, but that gets me. Nice looking dogs, though. That's, uh, one of them's actually my neighbor. <sighs> Hope you didn't hear that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, didn't want to make this too long. Just wanted to start talking about the things that I'm actually doing. Um, the, the positive things, the, the improvement type things. So I just wanted to talk about that. I might do another episode. I might do an episode every single time that we do an accountability session um, just to talk about what that's like, just so people can get a feel for it because it really is a thing that people should be doing. That's what I think at least. You know what? Since I am doing a podcast, since it is about like men and like men doing stuff for each other, improving and stuff like that i just gotta talk real quick about like did you see jack harlow wow i'm in the perfect angle to put the video right here should i do that work should i do that work maybe i'll put a picture but like jack harlow was like at a place and his shoes were nice so he decided that they were too nice to get dirty so he had two big men carry him they were big black men people kind of went on the racist tip because he was kind of dressed like a colonel sanders type of thing like he had that whole thing going on so they're kind of like this is racist but i don't understand where where what like what happened when we started looking at men acting like toddlers and we started thinking that's that's the shit right there that's the shit because that's not king shit. You know what I mean? Like, if you saw a king do that in a, in, a, in, a, in a show, you'd be like, oh, this guy's a bastard. I can't wait till he gets killed off. You know what I mean? But now we see, like, Jack Harlow do some stuff like that, and we're like, that's some boss shit. It wasn't boss shit. That's, what you, that's literally what you would do if you had a three-year-old. You would see mud, and you'd be like, I don't have time to be cleaning off his shoes. And you'd pick him up, and you say, let's go, little buddy. Right? <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't sit around. You wouldn't sit around and be like, you wouldn't say, what? Like, it's just weird to me, man. Like, we're really rewarding these guys for doing really, really weird shit. Really weird shit. Like, somebody picked you up and carried you. And to men who are younger than Jack Harlow, that's boss shit. Like... Like, what happened? What happened? I don't get it. It's weird. And then you see him, like, doing some weird little dance. And, like, that's a video that somebody made that got, like, a million views. That he's, like, doing some weird little dance. Like, what? I don't understand it, man. I don't get what's going on. We have grown men acting like toddlers, and we're, like, we're applauding it. Like, I don't know. What happened? And, like, anybody who's, like, a manly man, quote-unquote, who, like, stands his ground in his beliefs, who won't be swayed by public opinion, we start to demonize those guys. It's like, what's really going on? It's weird. It's really weird. I don't get it. And then we cancel them, too. Like, I'm not, that's a whole other conversation, but I just wanted to touch on that real quick. But I just met one of my neighbors cool guy and uh there's some like craft dinner in his house just like not in his house sorry like uh just outside his yard like on the curb just smashed everywhere 
So, uh, you know, I'm being a smartass. I'm like, oh, you had dinner outside? And he's like, no. He was like, fucking kids. I'm like, it was the kids. He's like, yeah. And then he points and he's like, there's another bowl out there. And we start talking and uh, the thing we came to, I mean, is like, we have a generation of young men who think that they're allotted the same treatment as females in the sense of they can't get knocked out. And the reason that I say young men is because he has cameras. He can see who's doing this. It's young men. You know, we live near some, uh, some schools. And it's just, we, I came to that realization. Like, they think that they're like girls where nobody can touch them because violence is bad and I have my eighth place trophy right here and you can't take advantage of that. You can't touch me. It's so weird. So weird. So they're disrespecting his property and stuff like that. And I don't know. It's just odd. Like I, like I was just talking about Jack Harlow being all, like, being rewarded for, for being inadequate. Being rewarded for not being able to take care of himself. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what it is. This generation of young people, like high school kids, like, they think that that, they think it can't happen, right? I don't know. I've always been taught, like, in the world of men, been taught, I've seen it, I've felt it firsthand. It's like, you can only do so much to another man before that man decides to take away all the niceties and all the, the respect that he's given you. And he's, they go to violence. I mean, you see it all the time. Two guys get in each other's face. One guy says something that's a little too disrespectful. And the other guy goes, okay, it's go time. And that's it. So, I don't know. It was just a weird, a weird thing where he, because he was just, he was talking about it and he was talking about a time where he actually had to roll up on some kids and uh, it's actually a funny story. He had to roll up on these kids. He, uh, they, they were, uh, they were wrecking his garden, right? Yeah, that's right. I was having an old man talk. They were wrecking his garden and, uh, and he decided to just come out. He just ran out in his shorts, jumped in his car, chased them down in his car if I could, if I could show you the way this guy looks, to think of this guy chasing you down, it's just like you'd be scared. But um, chase him down in his car, gets out of the car, and one of the kids starts crying, right? And these are like high school kids, and I get it, like, like I'm, I'm calling them kids, but like at that age, you're doing weird shit like that, like, like back in my day, stomping on somebody's garden, that was like some four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten year old shit. Not 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 year old shit. You know what I mean? So just to hear that story of this kid crying and some sorry sir and this and that, it's like, it's weird. We've all aged down. We've aged down dramatically in society, right? And it's more men. It's more men than women. Because women are, you know, young, young women are out there working, uh, entrepreneurial, uh, starting all sorts of companies, like, I, I spend a lot of time in the NFT, crypto space, they're murking it out there, they're starting stuff, they're, they're dominating, you know, not completely, because it's still a men-heavy space, and, and most spaces are, but they're, they're out there really getting recognized, they're out there really becoming those independent women type of thing, but, like, men are, like, just falling behind, it's weird, very weird, just an observation I had, but that was the key thing that came to my mind. I was like, we have a generation of men who think that they're like women. 
right? Like they think that they have the same freedom as a woman to talk as much nonsense as they want, to get as disrespectful as they possibly can, and there's no consequence whatsoever. It's weird. Not saying I want to enforce any consequences for them. It's just weird that we got that way. Because I always knew if I was talking to another guy, I still know, to be respectful because that guy could decide that he wants to punch me in the face now. And it's not that I'm not ready for a punch in the face. It's not like I can't block it. It's not like I can't punch him back. It's not like I could do even more. I'm ready for violence. I have that, uh, I have that option in my arsenal. I just choose not to use it. But the men that are coming up, the young men, it's like they don't even have it in their arsenal. It's not even there. Oh, oh, I forgot. Like, share. Like, share, subscribe. You're supposed to do all that? Please do all that. Get it done, okay? How you doing? His dog was loose, and he's looking at me weird because I'm talking into my phone. But everybody talks into their phone. But not everybody just lets their dogs run wild. So, what's up with that? Peace.